Welcome to Minute Church for inspiration to go. Welcome to Minute Church. I'm Pastor Crespo. Thank you for joining me. Well, what do you think about the recent Supreme Court decision that came out overturning Roe versus Wade? Are you for it? Are you against it? Are you one of those people that are out there protesting? Or are you kind of sitting at home thinking about what happened and wondering what it all means? You know, uh, I've been watching what's been happening in the news, both what with the decision that came out by the Supreme Court, but also the fallout that has come around as a result of it. And I have to tell you that um, it's caused me to think a little bit more about this subject in a way that I haven't thought about before. And that's what the purpose of this podcast is right now for, for our podcast time together is to just talk about this situation and and see if there's something that we can learn and, and of course, find some inspiration as we go. You know, the subject of, of this abortion, this issue, is not as black and white as I once thought. L- let, me, let me kind of maybe tell you what I mean. We can get right into it. The Supreme Court has ruled that the right to an abortion is not found in the Constitution. Now, some people are saying that, well, now they are outlawing abortion. No, they didn't do that. What they did is say the states have to decide on this, that this needs to be done by the legislative branch, not the judicial branch. Uh, whether it's going to be at the local level or at the federal level. Um, People that are elected and are accountable to the general public should be the ones dealing with this issue, not not judges that really don't answer to anyone once they've been put on the bench. So this issue has gone to the states now. There is where the battle is being waged. Uh, I'm from New York, and in New York State, um, uh, unfortunately, nothing's going to change because of the the... Uh, the way the, the our politics is right now, it's leaning more in one direction than the other. So that's just the way it is. But what I want to talk to you about in this podcast is the issue of abortion and the things that are related to it. And, and maybe this is just a, a window into my experience as I've been looking at what's been happening in the news recently. Uh, if it is, thank you for listening. But, but I'm hoping that it will maybe cause you to think a little bit more about your position. And uh, let's see where we go. So I want to tell you right up front that I am a pro-life Christian. Uh, I, I think anything, anything that makes it difficult to end the life of an unborn baby needs to be greeted with applause. That's right. I think anything that helps preserve the life of innocent unborn children should be greeted with applause. Uh, I know, I know that there are Christians out there that are pro-choice or pro-abortion. Um, and I know that there are Christians that love the Lord. And, and you know, they, they uh, have a relationship with Jesus Christ, but they believe that people should have the choice and that abortion should be available. Now, I will tell you, just personally, I, I, I find it difficult to understand that. I mean, I, I'm just being honest and vulnerable here with you. I find it difficult to see how a Christian can be okay with abortion. But just because we don't agree doesn't mean that I think you're an evil person. I think that uh, we live in a time right now where we can't disagree without calling each other names or hating each other. I I don't want to do that. I'm just saying that personally myself, I find it difficult. Um, But having said that, being being a person that considers themselves pro-life, I've I've done a little soul searching. Let me explain what I mean by that. For example, uh, I consider myself pro-life, yet I believe in the death penalty. Does that seem contradictory to you? Um, 
I I believe that if someone is breaking into my house and is threatening my family, um, you know, I, I, I'm a former Marine. You come into my house. If you're looking to hurt my family, if you give me an opening, I will shoot you graveyard dead. And I will probably go back to sleep after the authorities are called. And not, not saying that I don't care. What I'm saying is that I would find peace with that. Not that I relish hurting people, but the idea that to take a life, to defend a life, I, I, I don't have a problem with that. But yet, I call myself pro-life. Can those two things be together? I mean, this is what I'm talking about. The, the, uh, the subject of abortion has caused me to kind of maybe think about my position on things and wonder if I'm really all right in what I think. Um, for those of you that are pro-choice, uh, if you're pro-choice, when, when do you think is, is there a limit to the time when a person should be allowed to have an abortion? Is it, you know, should, should they only be allowed to have abortions up to the first three months? Or do you believe that a person should be able to abort their baby all the way up until birth? You know, you've heard of the partial birth abortion that's out there. Um, can you, can you, are you comfortable as a pro-choice person agreeing with aborting a baby at eight months old? How about seven months old? Um, th- that's a, that's just something that, you know, I, I wonder if, if, if um, as a pro-life, I've had to think about some things, but I wonder if people who are pro-choice have really sat down and kind of, you know, if you had to write the legislation, what would it look like? Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a pro-life Christian, as I said. Uh, if you ask me, should there ever be an exception? In other words, I, I don't believe in abortion, but should there ever be an exception to abortion? What about rape? What about, uh, say, sexual abuse, incest? Uh, what if the there's the health of the mother is truly in danger? What what would my position be? Well, you know, I have to say, if I'm being honest, this is not a personal experience that I've had to go through. So it's hard for, I, I can I can make some type of statement, but not having gone through it myself, I don't know. I mean, I would probably say I'm pro-life, but I think there should be some exceptions um, that, that we'd have to look at. It's important to note, though, that, you know, the these type of exceptions that I just mentioned of the abortions that are being performed now, they represent a very small percentage uh, of the abortions that are taking place. A large percentage of them are out of uh, one convenience two, uh, let's say a person has had an affair. They've gotten pregnant. They don't, they don't want to deal with all the issues that have come about from having a child. So whether it's guilt, whether it's shame, um, some are being almost coerced. Uh, dare I use the word forced by, say, a boyfriend or, or, or someone else, the large percentage of these are not, they don't have anything to do with these special ex- exceptions. But I, I think, you know, uh, I'm pro-life, but at the same time, there should be some exceptions. And I'm not sure that I, I'm not sure I'm, not, I'm comfortable with that, to be honest. Have you, have you ever sat down and thought about your position? If you had to write this rule on abortion, would you say, absolutely, no abortions, period, okay, fine. Do you believe in the death penalty? Do you believe that if someone is trying to harm someone, um, should should is death a, a reasonable response? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it tongue in cheek. Uh, 
maybe there are some people that need killing, but not innocent babies, right? So I, I, I guess what I'm asking is if you had to decide this issue of abortion, if it was completely up to you and they threw all of this at you, would your position change from what you're holding right now? And so, you know, it's something that I've been thinking about here. Um, it, you know, one thing I find kind of just crazy, pro-life activists who perform violence in order to save babies. So so a pro-life person killing in the name of life. Well, that seems contradictory, doesn't it? Um, uh, it, it if you're pro-life, I'm a pro-life Christian, as I said. If you're pro-life, my friend, you should be taking actions that are in line with what you are passionate about. Uh, I know some people who are pro-life, but all they want to do is talk, talk, talk. They want to say how evil people are who do this, how bad organizations are that do that. But have you adopted anyone? Have you been a part of counseling unwed mothers or trying to help teenage uh, pregnant teens to find some way to cope with the stress that comes with being pregnant? Um, rather than just saying, oh, they've done this bad or it's their fault. What are you doing in a positive way, if you're pro-life, to help this situation? There are some people who are passionate but do nothing. Can you really call yourself pro-life? Or are you pro-controversy? And don't, don't, not to leave the pro-choice people out, I got something for you too. You know, If you're pro-choice but you respect every choice except the choice to be pro-life... Are you really pro-choice? I mean, to those of you who are out there rioting and creating all this noise and and threatening people who don't want to be pro-choice, and we've seen some of that in the news lately, do you know what you look like when you're captured on television rioting? You want women's rights to trump babies' lives. it, dead babies don't matter. My rights are more important. Do you see what it can be perceived as? We we believe in choice except the choice that I disagree with. For those of you that are pro-choice, let me ask you, up till what time should abortion be made available? If you had to write the legislation, up to three weeks? Six weeks? Can a person choose abortion as an option up until birth? When does a pregnant woman go from having just a lump of cells in her womb to having a baby? When does that transition take place? For those of you that consider yourself pro-choice, what do you say when a woman who's pregnant loses her baby before it's born? Should she actually be sad about it? Should she just not, hey, it was just a lump of cells. Don't worry about it. You, you never really gave birth to it. So up until that time, it's not a big deal. Get over it. Is that what you would say? No, I, I don't think you would. And maybe for the pro-choice person, your answer might be, well, you know, it really comes down to whether or not the baby was wanted. Because a woman who grieves is showing that she actually wanted the baby, but a woman that had the abortion really didn't want the baby. So So it's the same thing. It's a baby, but because it wasn't wanted... Abortion is not that big of a deal. So have you, have you thought about your position? Now, if you've been listening so far, you know that I'm hitting pro-life and pro-choice because the point is this. I know who I am, but this has caused me to ask some questions about my position to help me maybe clarify where I, where I stand 
or or maybe help me see that maybe I'm not a hundred percent. I haven't really thought this through a hundred percent. My friends, I want you to know this: that abortion hurts two people when it happens, the mother and the child. When a mother chooses life, she also affects both the mother and the child as well. I am pro-life, but if you're pro-life in word only, then I got news for you. You're not pro-life. The two things I want you to take away from from, uh, this podcast right now is this. Number one, the Bible tells us that God knows us before we were even born. One example of this we find in the book of Genesis where Rebecca had twins in her womb and there was all sorts of, you know, they were fighting in there and she couldn't figure out why. And she, she asked God and the Bible says that the Lord said to her, Genesis 25 verse 23, he said, two nations are in your womb. Two manner of people will be separated from your bowels and the one people shall be stronger than the other people and the older shall serve the younger. This was, this was Jacob and Esau. But the point being is that God knew who they were before they were even born. Now, what are the implications of that knowledge, of of that Bible text? When does God see what is inside a woman as more than just a part of her body? Does he see it at conception? Does he see it at six weeks, 12 weeks? Would it surprise you to know that he saw what was inside of that woman as a human being before conception? Friend, the ugly secret of abortion that we don't even talk about, and I wish we did, is this. How many women who have abortions are secretly struggling with the guilt and shame over what they did? You know, when no one's around, you're laying in bed at night, you're by yourself, you remember the birthdays that might have been. When you lay your head on the pillow, that your secret thoughts that you, that you don't want to share with anyone, not even the person lying next to you, about what the person would have looked like or done, what they would have done for a profession... These are the things that people don't talk about when they talk about the issue of abortion. And they're real. Friend, what I want you to know, if you're one of these people, if you have experienced and if you've chosen to have an abortion and you're struggling with some of this, let me say this. I want you to know something. That God's in the business of forgiveness and starting over. You don't have to carry this forever. You need to put your cares, your burdens, your guilt, your shame, your questions at his feet. Every time you dwell on your mistake, what you're doing is you're reliving the event. You don't need to do that. Give it to God. Let him clean up your past. You know that God can make it so that when you stand before him, it's as if you've never done anything wrong. This isn't just for those who are struggling with dealing with the after effects of an abortion. This is for any choice we make that is against God's plan for our lives. The Bible says in Isaiah 118, Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they can be and they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Friend, I want to hear from you. Are you pro-choice or pro-life? Do you believe that for the pro-lifers, do you think that there should be an exception uh, in terms of uh, no abortions except in the case of? Or do you think there should be absolutely no abortions done at all? Let me know. MyTakeMC at gmail.com. That's M-Y-T-A-K-E-M-C. MyTakeMC at gmail.com. I'm Pastor Crespo, and this is Inspiration to Go. 